0: To all of God's kings and queens from around the world, welcome to Journey with the Queen podcast. As in life, we are all on a journey with many interesting detours. As we go throughout life, we are in the continuous process of changing and developing over time. This podcast is focused on relationships, finances, and real life situations. I am your host, April Love, a trailblazer entrepreneur, and a woman of the Most High God, who believes that if you keep Jesus first place in your life, you will be resilient. Let's take a journey through this episode. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. I want to welcome all of the kings and queens around the world that has taken time to stop in and listen to another episode. I am April Love, your host of Journey with a Queen, and I'm actually excited to be back. Um, If those of you who are new listening in, I have been busy with tax season, as you can imagine. I am an accountant. And I've missed a couple of weeks um, just trying to finish out the season and was just super busy the last two weeks as the tax season was coming to a close. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, Those that have come back, thank you so much for listening again. And to all of my new listeners, I just want to say thank you for listening. And I hope that this episode blesses you. I hope that you are able to share it with someone And I hope that it will be a blessing to you and those that you share it with. So, without further ado, I'm going to jump right on into this episode. And what I am talking about today, I hope that it blesses you because it helped me and blessed me. And the Holy Spirit is so good, He is the best teacher. And when I tell you guys that I have learned so much from studying this passage that I'm getting ready to share with you, and I hope that you go and read this in your quiet time or your, you know, study time with the Holy Spirit to get revelation and get some um, understanding of the two different topics that I'm going to talk about. So let's jump into it. I want to tell you the scripture before I talk about what I want to talk about. So the scripture is Matthew four verses one through eleven, and I'll read this just because. I mean, it just, it was like, wow, when I was reading it. And it's like, are you serious? Like, it, why do we expect not to go through the things that Jesus himself went through? So the title of this episode is temptation versus testing. And what is the difference? So before I go into temptation versus versus testing, I want to read to you guys Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. So it says, then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit or by the Spirit. So keep that in mind. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. Forty days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and said if you are the son of God jump off this is the devil telling Jesus if you are the son of God jump off for the scriptures say this is still the enemy talking to Jesus for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone now Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say, You must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Now, this is a very powerful scripture, a very powerful passage because there is so much in here. I mean, there are so many different things that I took away in my notes from this passage. Although today I'm only going to talk about temptation versus testing But like, there's a, this was all done in the wilderness, right? And we always talk about the wilderness season. We always talk about how the devil knows scripture, even though he misquotes scripture, he knows scripture and he'll use scripture against us. So there's so much to unpack in this one passage, but I want to keep my focus today on temptation versus testing because A lot of times people say, oh, God was tempting me. God does not tempt us. And I want to make this very clear because the Holy Spirit made it very clear through my study time that God does not tempt us. He tests us. So if you're ever wondering, does God tempt us or, you know, what's going on? Like I'm being tempted. Always remember if you're being tempted, that is not God. That is the enemy because God does not tempt us. God does test us, however. So what's the difference? Let's, let's talk about it because like I said, I believe that this blessed me and it will also bless you. So one of the scripture reference that I want to give you early on is Hebrews 2.18. And it says, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Now, I'm reading most of my scriptures are coming from the New Living Translation. Um, and so if you want to read it in that version, you'll hear me hear what I spoke of. But if you use a different, um, a different uh, text, then it may read a little different. But the point is, God does not tempt us, but God does test us. And for, for a better way to put it, he entrusts us. What's the difference? Okay, temptation is being enticed or allured to sin, right? God will not tempt us with sin because he is good and no evil is found in him. That's in James 1.13. Testing, on the other hand, is God trusting us to make the right choice. So let's look at Deuteronomy 30 for an example. God gave the Israelites a choice. This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. That's Deuteronomy 30, um, 19. He presented them with a choice, basically. He wanted their buy-in. But he also gave them the answer. He said, now choose life so that you and your children may live. Then he gave them reasons. So God is just that good that you may love the Lord, your God. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him for the Lord is your life. And he will give you many years in the land. He swore to give your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's Deuteronomy 30 verse 20. This is an incredible promise from God, but he gave the Israelites full disclosure. He gave them a choice, right? Just as he gives us a choice, he gave them the answer and he gave them the reason. So it's so important that we read our Bibles, right? That's number one, because you won't know this if you don't read your Bible. He wants us to choose correctly. He believes and trusts us to make the right choice in the same way the Lord provides us with a choice as believers wanting us to make the right decisions as well. Basically, this is not to say that we we don't choose wisely. He won't punish us because he will. But a lot of times our decision making, it, it determines what type of punishment, if a punishment we will receive. So it's, a, it's an act of obedience, you know, to do what God says to do to avoid those negative consequences. So if you think about it, when, when we have children, right, we tell our children, do the right thing, do what's right. Because if you don't, then you're going to have a negative consequence. If you go to school and you don't do your work, then the negative consequence is you might stay back. You may fail that grade and have to retake it. So it's almost the same thing. God does us the same way. He gives us a choice, but he also wants us to make the right choice, right? So I think it's so important to make sure that you are reading your Bible so that you can know what it is that God is telling you to do, what it is that he wants us to do. And he tells us in his word, like everything you are unsure of, it's in the word of God. So you have to pick up your word to know what it is that God is saying. And so I want to touch a little bit also on um, this time of testing. Show that Jesus was really the son of God, right? And able to overcome the devil and his temptations. The same way that Jesus was able to do it, we are too. He gave us the biblical um, t- transcript, the Bible. He gave us the Bible so that we can know how to overcome the temptations of the enemy, right? A person has not tr- um, truly shown true obedience if he has never had the opportunity to, d- to disobey God. We have all disobeyed, right? And so this goes to show you that, you know, we can all make mistakes, but we can all turn it around. We can all be tempted. We can all be tested. It's up to us. And the choices that we make behind these temptations and behind these tests. So also in Deuteronomy in chapter 8 verse 2, we read in this scripture that God led, led Israel into the wilderness to humble and test his people. So the wilderness, what I'm learning is to humble you and to test you. God wants to see whether we would really obey him right? And so the wilderness is that season for us to see if we're going to obey what he is telling us to do because we are being tested. We are being tested. Whether you see it that way or whether you know it that way, we are being tested. And because we know that testing will come, we should be alert and ready for it at all times. Remember, your convictions are only strong if they hold under pressure. The temptation by the devil shows that Jesus was human, right? And it gave Jesus the opportunity to reaffirm God's plan for his ministry. It also gives us an important example example to follow when we are tempted. So Jesus gave us the blueprint. When you're tempted, he gave us what to do. his, His example was an important demonstration because he was sinless, right? But it shows us that if he would face temptation and not give in, that we can do the same thing. And temptation should not take us by surprise. It shouldn't make us feel ashamed if we fall. Because again, the devil is very clever. He does things so, you know, so, so in a way that it's like, wow, I can't even believe I fell for that. But that's, that's what he, he does. So, It's just us being on our toes and to know whether or not, you know, if if it's something that that is leading you to sin, then you know that's temptation and that's from the enemy. So if you remember what I'm saying now, this will help you to turn to God and resist the temptation. So let me give you an example. I'm going to talk about something that I struggled with and I praise God and give him glory In this moment, because he has delivered me and um, healed me and set me free from this um, sin that I struggle with, which was um, sexual sins, lust and, you know, things like that. Not so much pornography and that type of things, but just men, just, you know, being promiscuous and things like that. But thank you, Father, for delivering me. Thank you for setting me free. I give you glory, God, even in this moment for what you have done in my life that I can testify and to say that I could not have done this without the Father. The Father, the Holy Spirit is who transformed me and took that sin and you know, took it out my life and the desire is no longer there. You know, my desire and my hunger is after God. You know, so he replaces those sins with him. So I'm grateful. But I struggle with that sin and I made a vow to God in 2021 that this is it, like I'm giving my life to you, I will no longer live in sexual sin, so I've been pure, um, you know, not fornicating, not living in sexual immorality, or any of that since 2021, and so July to be exact, and so I am just like so grateful to God that he delivered me from that sin, but one thing that I want to say is that we can't do it on our own, If it's a sin that you struggle with and you try to stop that sin, it goes to show you that you can't break that um, stronghold and on your own and that you may need to go through deliverance to get that stronghold and that sin off of you. But the enemy, like I said, he's clever. He'll try to tempt you. He'll put the thoughts in your head. He'll put things in front of you to say, hey, you should try this. You should do that. But you have to know that it's coming from the enemy if it's causing you or leading you to do something that's against the will of God. And so I know now that if there's something um, negative that's causing me to, um, you know, even think about these things, then I know that's the enemy. I also watch what I watch. I watch what I listen to. I'm very, very um, strategic and very particular in the things that I listen to and watch because I know how the enemy is always trying to get in. And so that's an example of my own life and what I struggle with that was a temptation that was only coming from the enemy. And once he knows what you like, he's gonna keep using that very thing to get you to sin, to get you to turn away from God. So it's almost like you have to wake up to see if this is a recurring thing, if this is repetitive and it's not godly, it's not something that God is putting you know, before you, you know, this is not of him, then you know, that it's from the enemy. And then, you know, you can do what you need to do, which is go to God. First of all, go to God, because God is the one that will help you to resist that temptation. So I hope that helps you. Um, And I want to just say that, you know, you'll continue to be tempted, right? So in your wilderness, you know, that's when you're like, feeling alone you're feeling tired you're feeling hungry and those are the vulnerable areas that the devil uses and I was very vulnerable in my last season um, before 2021 before I was delivered and healed of these sexual sins and being vulnerable puts you in a vulnerable place where the devil can really come in and that's what happened to me if you guys listen to me in any other episodes you know a narcissist was able to get in. He slithered his his way in, you know, and I allowed that door to be open because of sexual temptations and sins. But the devil will get in and he often tempts us when we're most vulnerable. And I was very vulnerable because I had just gotten out of a a relationship prior to the narcissist, but that one was through a traumatic death, right? But I was in another relationship that was not of, of God. God didn't put that together. So, We have to wake up and understand that the devil is going to continue to use whatever we struggle with to keep us in this roundabout circle of wilderness of sin. And so once you realize that, you know, that's what it is, that it's the enemy tempting you and attacking you and you wake up from that, then you'll say, my goodness, like, my God, you are just so good to have pointed this out and to help me understand that. But again, I point you back to scripture because scripture is so clear and it tells us all these things in scripture. And so when you're lonely, when you're weary, when you're confused, when you have big decisions and you're faced with uncertainty, you know, go to God and ask him to give you strength because he is the one who can help you to guard against the attacks of the enemy. And then I'm gonna leave you with these three Crucial areas that the devil's temptations focus on. The first one is physical needs and desires. Remember the first time that he tempted him, he tempted him with saying, turn this bread into um to to," basically telling Jesus to turn the bread into stones, right? It's about food in, in, in that sense. So physical needs and desires are things that we need that the devil will use against us. Possessions and things like that is another thing that the enemy will use against us. So let's just say money or, or um you know, fancy cars and the things of the world. He'll use that against us like power and things like that. And then the third thing that he'll use is pride. So we have to know that these are the things that he uses and not fall prey to them. And Jesus was able to pass all of these um, temptations that the enemy was throwing at him because he used the word of God. He stayed true to who, what he knew, who he knew, and what he knew. So whenever you're tempted, turn to God for strength. The same way that the enemy tempted Eve and Adam, Adam and Eve in the garden, he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. So we have to know we weren't any different. He's going to tempt us too. Jesus waited on God to provide his needs and to take matters. And he didn't take matters into his own hands. He went, he waited on God, right? And that's sometimes what we have to do. So if we indulge in sex before marriage, Or we steal food or anything like that trying to satisfy our needs. You know, before God can help us, then sometimes we'll fall prey. We have to resist the devil's temptations. And scripture shows us how to do that and how to obey. And so I hope that this was helpful to you. I mean, the only thing I can tell you is... We have to know when we're being tempted. We have to know when we're being tested. Again, temptation does not come from God, but testing does. God will test us. He will test us to see if we're going to be obedient. He will test us to see if, you know, we're going to listen to what he's saying over the other voices. God has given us instructions on everything so that we can live set-apart lives in the midst of this world. This world will tell you anything. So you have to know for yourself the word of God to know how to live, right? God is very clear in how we should live and he entrusts us to choose wisely. The key to all of this is knowing God and walking in the spirit because we will know who we are in Christ and we will be strong in the power and his might. So when temptation comes, we can know that we can resist it. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee flee from you, right? So we have to know when it's something from the enemy, it's it's, it's not going to be a a, a good thing. It's going to be something that leads to sin. So I hope that this episode has blessed you. Um, share it with a friend, share it with a loved one. You never know who may need to hear this message or any other messages at the time that is so important in a world that we're living in now. This episode has truly blessed me and I hope it has blessed you. So I hope you all have a great rest of your week. God bless you and shalom.